Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and today the spook. Growing up in Australia, I would spend my summer holidays with my grandparents, typically. My grandparents lived about two and a half days' drive away in Adelaide, South Australia, and the trip to Adelaide was very familiar to me. When my parents got divorced when I was about 11, I would spend my summer holidays with my grandparents. It gave an opportunity for my mother not to have an additional child, but also spending time with my grandparents was a good opportunity to learn from them. My grandfather was a doctor, he worked through most of the time that I would stay with them, but towards the end of my time going there, he started working maybe two, three days a week. One of the main changes between prior to my parents getting divorced and after my parents getting divorced was my grandparents moved from Salisbury to Ross Trevor. Ross Trevor was a suburb in Adelaide, Salisbury was really a different town. Spending time with my grandparents in Ross Trevor was very interesting. They lived in a suburban area that had a lot of long-standing trees. It was a very easy-going environment, easy buses to get into the city, good walks in the evening with their spaniel. But there was one problem. They had a problem neighbour. They referred to him as the spook. My grandparents had built their house, my uncle was an architect, and had designed the house for them. And when the house had been built, it had been built next to the spook's existing house. And his view was that my grandparents' house had been specifically designed to channel as much light, as much reflective light as possible, into his house's window. He was someone whose voice was the primary means of knowing about this individual. Whenever my grandparents would go to leave, when they would get in their car, when they would move out to do washing, these kind of things, the spook would yell over the fence to them, you know, could they please do something about their driveway could they please do something about their reflective windows he would go on and on and on and this environment of constantly being shouted at by a man was something that just framed my grandparents existence he was in his professional life an architect he designed a number of schools but for whatever reason he was no longer an architect and he invested his entire time to try and make my grandparents life miserable One of the most curious things about the spook was his interaction with me. After I would go and stay with my grandparents, I would hear him actually walking around their house. Their house was on kind of, I don't know, a triangular block, for want of a better term, and the spook was on their side of the house. The house had been built very specifically, so my grandparents had their side of the house. There was a living room, dining room area, and then there was the guest quarters and my grandfather's study on the other side of the house. The guest quarters were sandwiched in the far corner of the property with a kind of botanical courtyard that wasn't really ever used but contained a number of trees. In the evenings as I slept I would hear the spook walking through this area and periodically I would be woken up by his voice. After this had occurred half a dozen times I decided to talk to my mother about it to see what could be done about this man who was literally wandering around my grandparents' property and calling in a window beside where I was sleeping. My mother thought it was probably best not to create trouble in these circumstances, that he was clearly a disturbed person, and really the best thing to do was to ignore him. And this was really my grandparents' view as well. But periodically going and staying at my grandparents, I would hear the spook walking around, and I would occasionally be woken by his voice. Some of the stuff that he talked about was particularly disturbed. His narrative associated with me specifically, I found really quite chilling. 
I mentioned this in passing on a couple of occasions to my grandparents. Firstly, that I thought that he was walking around the house. And secondly, that I could hear him talking in the evening. I didn't want to make too big a thing out of it. But he was an individual who was genuinely disturbed. And the notion that this disturbed individual was omnipresent, but also was very specifically aware of where people were staying in the house, made me wonder a little bit associated with my grandparents' safety. Eventually he sold the house and moved away. He had actually been caught a couple of times on the property. One of my uncles had caught him on one occasion and, you know, basically escorted him off the property. And I think for a period of time my grandparents were considering a restraining order against this individual. The nature of being woken by a strange male voice, a clearly unhinged male voice that's probably only three to four feet away from you and talking to you through a window, which was open primarily because it was hot, was quite unnerving. Thankfully, eventually my grandparents got an air conditioning unit and these kind of issues were less common. But I do wonder, associated with the effect that it had on me, with this individual directly outside my window. Tom Bartley in San Jose, signing out.